0: Welcome to the Central Group Leadership Podcast, a podcast to inform, instruct, and inspire you toward creating community within your church. Here's your hosts, Pastor Anthony Matrone and Central Group's Director, Liz Wright. All right, well, welcome to episode 13.
1: 13, lucky number
0: 13. 13. Yeah, of the Central Group Leadership Podcast. This is where we hope to help you lead your group to closeness with God and with others. Liz, this is like episode number one for you. We did the bonus one, but this is like, this is the real deal. How are you feeling?
1: I feel great. You feeling
0: nervous at all?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah?
0: Why? What, What are you feeling?
1: I don't know. I mean, this is just my first go at this yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it is a
0: little different, isn't it? It is. Well, you're going to do a great job. Um, what's it been like? I mean, you've been on staff now for a couple of months or so, a little I more have. than a couple of months. It's been a few months. It has. How you feeling? Like
1: the whole summer. Can you believe it? Yeah, that?
0: it's crazy. It you're is feeling crazy. Feeling good?
1: I'm feeling great. Good. Oh my goodness. It's so good. It feels so good to be here Meeting more and more people yeah. each week, yeah. and we're busy. We are really busy. We're
0: really busy, but we're <laughs> excited. We are, and uh, a lot of you have been able to meet Liz. Um, if you haven't yet, we'll make that happen for sure. Um, but Liz is Liz is your go to. I mean she's right. she is the groups director here at Central Assembly, and she is your go to. So anything you ever need, uh, you can you can go to her for that. Um, so today we got Pastor Jim on the podcast, which is I mean, always, awesome yes, is that? yeah, we wanted him as we lead into the fall to just kind of encourage us as group leaders, to speak life into us and talk to us a little bit about what he kind of sees for the, for this fall as a church and for you as groups um, and group leaders. So we're really excited. We had a great conversation with him um, and we know that you're going uh, to enjoy it. So we're not really going to talk much about any of it, other than you know we usually do a bio, but y'all know Pastor Jim, yep. and he's been our pastor for a while, and he's fantastic. He's and amazing, you love him, so you're going to be him. so encouraged, yep. inspired. Yep, going to be great. All right, we hope you enjoy. Hey, Pastor Jim, thank you for joining the podcast today.
2: Thanks, Anthony. Great to be with you and. In- Your brand new podcasting partner. I know. Liz, thank you. Liz,
0: welcome to your first interview.
1: Yeah, this is great.
0: Great. Liz has been killing it, by the way. I mean, she is going after it with groups. It's been amazing.
2: Yeah, well, Sarah got married and her husband took her out of town. Yes. Pastor Sarah. So um, it was not easy trying to find somebody to fill her shoes. No. Liz, you've been amazing the way you've stepped in. And and, uh, we're so grateful for the gifts you brought and the energy and everything else.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. And
2: your husband's not going to take a job out of town,
1: right? <laughs> No, not at all. Okay. We did that before. We traveled you're, you're all done. over. We are here. We yeah. are we're here to stay.
2: Two years now, we're losing really strong women off our team because yeah. of their husbands. But yep. Yep. anyway.
1: Yeah, nope, happened, that was actually, hallelujah. yes, part of our, yes. 20 year agreement now we're like we're we're not going anywhere else springfield is home we like
2: that agreement (laughs) because if you're here we're keeping you
1: (laughs) well thank you
0: pastor jim what what you been up to this summer it's been busy
2: june it's kind of flew by yeah yeah it's been really busy i did take a little vacation the first part of august yep uh just you know rest is important i cheat on that sometimes Mm -hmm. so uh, we went up uh to western canada for a while in the mountains and uh back to Vancouver mm-hmm. for a couple of days where I pastored before I came here. Yeah. So it was interesting to re- kind of relive that whole journey of leaving there and coming to yeah. central. And, uh, then we went down to Southern Cal-, Cal near where we raised our girls and, uh, just hung out in some familiar places where mm. we used to vacation all the mm. time. So it, it was a, it was a nice little break. Miss yeah. everybody here, but it was a, it was a nice little break. Yeah. As long as you got a phone, you never get away from things completely. That is so true. Some of you did true. text and email me, but um, <laughs> not you, Anthony, or you, Liz. I was like, I, I did, did my best. You guys were good. <laughs> and did and my Car- best. Carter, Pastor Carter, really tried to behave, but <laughs> it's still, like it's almost impossible these days to keep away from everything. But, yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's just good for all. Of, I hope everybody listening had a had or will have an opportunity to break away a little bit. Yeah, rest is actually has been elevated to a level of a spiritual discipline yeah especially if you're in leadership um, you just need to get away we can hear god's voice not feel responsibility on your shoulders yeah
0: that's really good that's so really good. good so everybody should be thinking about how they how they do that no matter what sort of area of life they're in what they're doing for work yeah getting you rest know, is you good. you need
2: days where your biggest decision is uh where we're we going to eat tonight. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um, this wasn't on our question list, but I'm just going to ask it anyways. Being in those places where you did ministry long ago, what what types of things does that bring back? Or like when you're looking ahead at the future, I mean, what, what does that do for you?
2: You know, I had a very unusual call. Like God um, unpacked the whole story. But when I was in Vancouver, I had the Lord speak to me in a way I've never experienced directionally. Mm. Wow. Uh, that prepared my heart for a year later to come here. He actually showed me everything was going to happen in about a minute and a half while I was doing a mindless house chore at home. And, um, and it was probably the second hardest decision we ever made in our lives to leave Vancouver and to come Mm -hmm. here. But uh, we, we spent one of our days and we went and visited the church. We have some very good friends who are still on staff there. And uh, that church is absolutely thriving. And it just kind of warmed my heart, you know, to be a part of that. And then you go to Southern California, we spent 12 years there and uh, we didn't really connect with very many people down there. We just really need to lay low. But, um, but I thought I left palm trees. I left. <laughs> <oceans>.
1: You sure <laughs> did. <laughs> For the good old Midwest. For
2: the good old Midwest. And, uh, you know, via Vancouver, but yeah, we're only in Vancouver three years. I'm a long-termer everywhere I go, but mm-hmm. that was only three years. And that's why it was surprising to be uprooted. From there to come here, that was nineteen years ago. Wow, unbelievable! Mm -hmm. But it was in
0: Southern California that I met you. That's right. Right. Yep, a long time ago. So good. I was little, 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 little. like three. That is little, (laughs) little, little. fun times. Well, okay, so you've had a good summer. What are you excited about with church Central Assembly? The fall coming. I mean, it's 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 an exciting time.
2: I, you know, I think we we've been looking for a elementary pastor, children's pastor, replacing pastor, Sarah, um, as well. And I I just, I'm I'm pretty excited that our our team is intact. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Pastor Chris just came this summer of high school. He's just kicking it. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And uh, uh, so our youth team is rounded out. Pastor Jill finally gave us the green light to (laughs) take the interim off her title. (laughs) So I I just, I'm pretty excited that, that our team is together and we can just really focus not on just managing interim gaps, but, but just really investing in our volunteers and our leaders to the end that we're really investing in our children, our youth, college students, families, senior adults, you know, it just feels good having the the team in place. We've had quite a few new small group leaders step up to the plate. Uh, It's exciting to see how, what's the right word, mature, that structure's becoming. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really confident. I've just had a feeling in my heart for months that this is going to be a very strong fall mm. for us as a church. So we're going to have some, above all, some God moments where, mm. you know, when somebody came up to me that's fairly new after church the other Sunday, and said, we drive a long way to come here, but one thing we love is we really feel the presence of God here. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, I covet that, I value that. But I just think as his presence among us, we just see some uh, like unusual God moments. Mm. You know, we, we want to be a place of spiritual renewal and, and, um, people where people really meet God. And I'm also pretty excited just to see everybody again, right. <laughs> you know, families <laughs> yeah. coming back from vacation. Um, our college students, we're going to have quite a number of college students this fall yeah. that have been gone from us this summer. And then I'm hearing even more will probably be coming. And so, uh, it's just going to be fun to be in one place more. It is. More and more even people are saying, okay, I maybe watched online long enough. Now I'm going to start attending. And we, we always still have another 50% that are watching online to who's actually here. Mm-hmm. We decided to stay at two services. We went to two services post-COVID mm-hmm. to, to spread people out in those early days when we started meeting again. But decided to stay at two services. We've got plenty of room to grow. But I'm just excited to see people again.
0: Yeah. 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 I love great.
1: That. Yeah. There's definitely an energy. There is. Yeah. Yes. And and God's great
2: people all together. It's so exciting. Loving on each other. Yeah. Agreed. It's pretty great.
1: It's a great place to be. So Pastor Jim, I know Pastor Anthony and I are super excited about groups this fall. We have a lot of groups, as you mentioned, that are continuing on. And then we have a lot of new groups starting up. It's so exciting. I
0: counted up today. I think we're at like 44 groups leading 44. into the fall. So all together, all the, all the different types. Yeah, yep. That's
2: Excited
1: a lot. About that. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a lot.
2: And that's so kingdom strategic. Yes. That's, we grow better when we're in relationship with one another. Yep. A little more personally than Absolutely. watching a guy preach for a yeah. half hour from halfway
1: back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: So good. So you kind of touched on this already, but what do you hope to see accomplished in groups this fall at Central?
2: Well, good question, Liz. Uh, um, I I want to see us, I think in the really large picture, I want to see us continuing steps, taking steps from being not so much an event-driven church to more a disciple-making church, where we actually are in relationship with one another. Because I think discipleship is more than just education. Mm -hmm. You can get an education listening to a sermon or sitting in a class, but... But discipleship is education plus relationship. It's learning together. Because yep. then there's prayer for one another. There's an accountability. There's, uh, boy, I really like being around these people as I get to know them. Um, it, it's more kingdom. Everything about the kingdom of God is relational. So so I, I just think for our spiritual growth and for our ability to truly, in a good way, disciple and mentor new believers as well. It, it's, it's harder if a church doesn't have like some kind of relational group structure to, to really disciple newer believers. And uh, I think the stronger our groups are, the more that new people to the church, even if they're already believers, can get connected, but also we can disciple new believers better.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. And we're so thankful for all of you. Uh, new group leaders this fall that are listening to right. this. Um, we really appreciate you stepping up to the plate. Uh, it's just such a big deal.
2: It's always a risk to step up. Yep. And uh, a lot of us have been in at a little different rhythm uh, mm-hmm. through COVID and even post-COVID. We're not used to maybe being out as many evenings a week right. or having extra things to worry about in prepping for something at the church that we're involved with. But uh, we, we amen to that. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like our small group leaders are... Are, are, are my pastoral partners in yeah. the church, and and really, really uh, the backbone of what we're
0: doing. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So you are in a sermon series right now uh, titled "Great Friendships of the Bible." I uh, just start, kicked it off this past Sunday. I know we're going to be taking a break this Sunday, uh, back into it again. But i um, really excited for this series because I think it kind of speaks to a lot of these things that we're talking about. But how does Central Groups fit into this, this series?
2: The, the practical follow-through to numbers of these messages is, uh, last week it was more on marriage, mm-hmm. but um, even uh, when Sandy and I got married, we were a part of a small group for married couples in the university church. I started the university of Minnesota and that group was led by Bob and Mary Joe Burby who later moved (laughs) to Springfield (laughs) on our part of central and uh, for years led a couples class here. Uh, But you know, we we just benefited greatly just being in a group that Bob and Mary Joe led that was just focused on marriage enrichment. So even to last week there's some just being in a group, with other couples you mm-hmm. can talk to about what they're going through is great. But, but a lot of our groups are couples and singles together, but it's where you make friends, right? It's uh, yeah. it just puts you together face to face. And sometimes it's a little awkward, especially when you start a group, you don't really know people, but I just, um, have a friend who's, who, who's spent his life teaching and preaching really all over the world. And, um, and he always says, he talks a lot about relationships. He's always, he always says, you know, I love you better when I know you better.
1: Mm. Mm. And,
2: and in a small group, we, we may stu- study scripture, talk about how it applies for our lives. But in the process, you get to know people. And always in a small group meeting, I mean, we're chitting, chatting and munching on cookies beforehand and yeah. hanging around afterwards. I mean, you just get to know people's life. Then we learn how to pray for one another. I mean, the whole thing is built to really become more connected with other people mm-hmm. in life-giving ways, uh, which, in a word, is friendship.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a great biblical concept for, that we're designed to be friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Well, um, you know, as, as we have new group leaders coming on, as we've talked about, um, you know, a, a, big, a big part of their responsibility is to recruit members to their group. Um, I, I've heard some things from, from just certain people in conversations about, ah, you know, groups aren't really for me. Um, what's some ammunition we can give our group leaders as they're recruiting and they're talking to people and that, that's what they hear back. What, what do they say to those people that are, that are saying that and, you know, to say, no, this actually is important, whether you believe... You know, you know, whatever you think about groups and what that looks like, um, this is why it's actually important for you, and everybody really should be doing this on some level.
2: Okay, so I, I want you to stay humble but, about this, but if you're a group <laughs> leader, I want you to be confident. Someone says, oh, groups really, I don't know, I think I enjoy it. They're not really for me. Yeah. You know, I think your first out of the gate is, but you might like my group. Yeah, that's Ooh,
0: good. Oh,
1: I like and, that. That's
2: and good. just be confidently humble, but confident mm-hmm. about it, you know? That's good advice. You probably really like the people you're with. You probably have a great time when you're together. And there are a lot of myths out there that are robbing people of what they need in their life to grow Absolutely. spiritually, robbing them of accountability. And there's a lot, you know, at Central, we've you know, we been around for a long time, and some of us didn't grow up in our younger years in church life that was really centered in, in group life. So... Um, it's easy to say they're not for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: if someone says that to you, just say, "Oh, but you'll—I bet you'd like my group," and <laughs> just leave it. Leave That's it at good. that. Uh, you know, if if you want to have a serious conversation about them, about it, you know, don't be defensive, but just ask some questions, like, mm. "Um, why? Oh, if, if you had some bad experience with groups, or why would you say that?" Mm. Um, or, um. So, so what do you actually think groups are like then? Yeah. You know, I mean, if it's appropriate and you got a relationship with them, you may want to probe them a little mm-hmm. bit, not with, you shouldn't think that way, but right. But right. just some probing questions, just make them think about a statement like that in mm-hmm. light of the kingdom of God.
0: Right. That's good. That's
1: so good. good. I know for some people too, it can be a little intimidating to mm-hmm. come in to a group where you think that, you know, you're going to show up and immediately be asked to share all your I know. deepest, darkest secrets. It's a risk. And, yep. Right. Um, so we have this new option that we're starting up on Wednesday nights that yeah. we're really excited about. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that pastor Jim?
2: Right. We pre COVID, we had a Wednesday night worship and Bible study, basically night in the sanctuary the sanctuary is no longer available with us for us with Pastor Josh Schaefer being here and, and, and what we've done to try to connect the music community mm-hmm. more. Uh, so last year we just went to a menu approach, like just around things either you have a need for or you want to grow in. We've Every week we've got a choice of several things to do Wednesday night, more of a class mm-hmm. nature. But and And some of our life groups, some of our small groups, would meet together around tables mm-hmm. in different parts of the building but we're going to go a little more intentionally at that. It's a hybrid of small groups meeting with what we used to do when there was something primary for everybody to come together. Um, and, uh, around tables and it probably at the, at the heart of it, there's going to be, you know, interaction time and fellowship and fun. There'll always be things to drink, you know, coffee and, and cookies and stuff like that. But, um, I am going to do a pre-recorded teaching. It's going to look a it's going to look different than central moments. Mm-hmm. It's going to look different than what we do Sunday morning, what I preach. And uh, but it's going to be a, kind of an interactive Bible study. I'm going to interact with the text. Some of that will be visual. It's going to be unlike anything else we do. And I'll teach for in the 10 to 15 minutes, probably aim at 12 minutes. And then there'll be some just some good discussion questions. And for those who would like to stay around, then I encourage everybody to stay around. We can just kind of just talk together about what we just heard. Mm -hmm. And then especially, you know, pray for each other as well. And again, it's always a little intimidating when you have to talk to people around you. It's going to be low pressure, though. You Mm -hmm. don't want to say anything. You don't have to. If you want to get up and leave, you can. (laughs) But it is going to be a gathering for everybody. It won't be like music Mm -hmm. and and that kind of worship, but it's going to be rather interaction, fellowship, and then... I'm going to bring uh, this message, and this fall we're going to start the Wednesday night right after, right after um, uh, Labor Day. Yep, and it'll go ten weeks. Yes. Uh, we'll have one one. We're going to do fall at the farm
0: again. So yep. excited about that. So,
2: so there's eleven weeks between Labor Day and, and Thanksgiving week. So, um, we will. Uh, I'm going to do ten weeks on the Sermon of the Mount. So. Um, our first Wednesday night right after Labor Day will be uh, the Beatitudes. It's going to be do our teaching on that. And then, uh, and then we'll have opportunity to react to that and yeah. discuss. And some of our life groups actually, I think, are going to be making that their small group meeting mm-hmm. actually yep. because then the curriculum part, the s- study part, is already provided for them. We're going to take what we record and make it available for life groups and homes to use if they want that as curriculum. Because some of some of the groups do take like the Sunday morning message, Pastor Anthony, you you write out the study questions mm-hmm. for the Sunday morning messages. Mm-hmm. But we think maybe even some small groups might even form out of this. But it will okay. be a taste of small group life right. in a a low pressure, non threatening environment. Um, I'll be at this point, I'll be the m- main Bible teacher, and I'll do this ten weeks on the Sermon on the Mount.
0: Yeah, uh, we're really excited about that. I'm it's going to be. A, really fun night um and you know if you're out there and you're looking for something maybe new for your group or you're starting a new group and you haven't quite figured out what you want to do think about those Wednesday evenings or or uh finding those videos on YouTube um after after the fact you could go through them with your groups as well it'll be a great resource or even finding
2: people could be part of your group I mean you may find yourself every Wednesday sitting with the same people exactly and that could yeah spin off a group
0: yeah yeah exactly so, okay, well, um, this has been great, Pastor Jim, and we always like it when you join us on this podcast, and I know all of our group leaders listening love to hear from you as their pastor. Yeah. Uh, so what's, what's just kind of one last thing you want to leave our group leaders with, and maybe anybody else who's listening that, that happens to lead a group?
2: Um, I, I just want to just underscore the importance of what you're doing, and here's my bias. I'm a pastor, so what you're doing pastorally in people's lives, uh, you're going to see needs before I see them, mm-hmm. or, or our, our 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 pastoral team sees them. Uh, you're going to be nourishing people's hearts. Uh, don't feel a lot of pressure; just enjoy what you do. But understand how important yeah. what you do are. You are a part of the pastoral backbone of the church.
0: Yeah, that's a great word. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today, Pastor. Thank
2: yes, thank it's you, Pastor privilege. Jim. Thank you for the great job you you both are doing. Helping oversee our groups.
0: Thank you. Awesome. Well, that was an awesome conversation. So awesome. Always good to talk with Pastor Pastor Jim. Jim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're on the same page there. So, uh, what's one thing you kind of took away from that, Liz?
1: Well, there was so much, mm-hmm. so much. I'm excited to go back and listen. How does he say
0: so many things in such little time? Right. I don't. I don't understand I it.
1: No. And he says it all with just such. I don't even know. Like yes. confidence know. and humility yep. and so great kindness. It's just good. It's so yep. good. Uh, one thing though that really did stick out to me. He um, had a quote. He said, "I love you more when I know you more," mm. and I was like, "Yes."
0: It's yeah, really so good.
1: good when we're talking about the value of group life yep. and what groups mean to people and why it's important to be yep. a part of a group. Yep. So good.
0: Especially in this world now where it's so easy to dehumanize. Right. Right. I mean, there's just so much of that going on. So it's it's a very refreshing thing when you can love somebody because you know who they are not because you watch what they post on social media.
1: Exactly. And freeing for the person, too, that mm-hmm. feels safe to share yeah. and know that yeah. they're loved.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just second his um, thought about just his excitement for the fall. Absolutely. People coming back, students being back, um, and you guys are a big part of just connecting people back together. Uh, now that schedules are just kind of getting back into the flow um, I'm a schedule guy so I'm very excited for the fall just in general I'm glad my kids are back in school right. and all those routine, things love my routine, kids but routine. I love routine. so yeah so we're really excited to just see what God wants to do um, in our church in your groups. Um, I know he wants to do amazing things and you guys are you guys are gonna just kill it this Agreed. year very excited so anyways thanks to you thank you for uh joining us today um if you get a chance please rate this podcast if you liked it leave a review um tell us how much you love us because we love you anyways and if you found us and you're not part of central we're glad you did keep listening to us uh easiest way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast um, and you'll get them straight to your phone all right well god bless you guys thanks